Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I am super excited. We have with us today Tyrone Brown. He is the creator of the course, The Activated Dreamer, and he's here today to talk to us about your dreams, what those might mean, and also we might be diving into some even deeper topics here today. You will not want to miss what he's going to talk to us about. So welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am your host, Melissa Oatman from melissaoatman.com. So let's jump right in. Thank you for being here today, Tyrone. Thanks, Melissa. My pleasure. So why don't you just start by um, talking to us about, you know, who you are and how did you get into the area of kind of analyzing dreams? Yeah, so I'll give a, do my best to do a nutshell version of that. So as a kid, like many of us that are probably listening, felt maybe a little different or maybe you were, you were just uh into certain things that maybe you were believed in telekinesis, believed that you could fly, like you really believed it. <clears throat> so I always believed in these things, you know, these mystical things and, and all the mysteries as a kid, you know, hearing about ghosts and, and aliens, those things always stood out to me as interesting. So when I got a little older, I started to read books on dreams as well as uh, watching shows on ET encounters and uh, mystical experiences. And, and so I started to, I opened up this door somehow and started having interactions with spirits. Um, you know, just spirits, people just like us, just not in a physical form. Sure. So I started having these experiences over the course of years. Eventually, I mean, there's lots of experiences there. It could be a whole talk on just those experiences. But um, what had happened was I started to, basically hmm, just not desire those experiences anymore. You know, it was interesting and fun, but it, it wasn't anything that was supportive and helpful. And sometimes sometimes it was a little scary. Uh, never anything that there to, har to harm me, but I decided to shut that door just with my intention. I just decided to close that, that chapter of connecting with spirits. So anyways, there was one mystical experiences that, that I opened up and started having. having. Uh, throughout my life, I had always noticed little psychic experiences that would happen. A lot of us have, most of us, pretty much all of us have had these happen. I mean, the most, the most common one is you think of someone and they call you in that second, mm -hmm. or you dream of them, hadn't seen them in a while, you see them the next day. All these types of little things really stood out to me. And then one day I was working at a corporate job in San Francisco and it was just a job just selling, selling my soul too, in a sense, not really, but you know, it just wasn't soul fulfilling. And one day like, I just got so frustrated with that job and this type of work and doing things I didn't want to do so that someday I could retire and then enjoy life. It just like, I just kind of hit my tipping point. I was like, ah, oh, there's gotta be something more. Mm -hmm. In that moment of just deep frustration and anger, that did something too, that opened up something within me. I get chills as I say it. And in that moment, I started seeing flashes of these experiences I had since childhood of you know, you think of someone or you had this type of psychic experience where you felt this and then it happened. All these things just flooded into my, my mind. And like, there is something more. I'm tired of this world right here and trying to make something happen. I want to explore this. At that point, I started studying um, just different religions, what core, what are the core meanings that these religions talk about in spiritual practices and all the spiritual um, belief systems, just what is the core? There's gotta be something that unites them. And 
that really just set me off in that trajectory of then learning meditation, studying yoga, which then this, these meditations then again opened me up to even more experiences. And that whole time I'm interpreting my dreams. So I started having direct encounters in my dreams where I'm getting direct guidance. And that really just opened it up and I started studying energy healing, like Reiki, uh, shamanism, uh, healing touch. And it, that wasn't really a, a thought out process of what I just shared, but, uh, but that kind of captures a bit of a journey of what happened. And, and once you open the door and you realize there's something more to life beyond the surface that we see, you really can't turn that off. You can't unsee that. And so that just leads me to continue to move in the direction that I feel called by my soul and to uplift others along the way as much as I can. Wow, that's quite a journey. And I know that um, a lot of people listening have probably had similar experiences because we're all uh, on this journey of figuring out who we truly are and why we're really here and what we're supposed to be doing. So how did that lead you to the dream portion of how you decided that you needed to help others? Um, because I believe that what you're doing truly does help others. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so it was when I was 14 is when I first discovered that dreams, like the study of dreams was a thing. Dreams always stood out to me. And then one day I come across the dream book and realize, wow, there is something to this. I'm not just crazy. And that's when I started studying that. And through interpreting my own dreams and then by paying attention to my dreams. So if you're not already doing that, you'll notice once you start paying attention to your dreams and journaling your dreams, you start to have more experiences than you were having before. You start to remember your dreams more and you start to have these direct experiences like I was speaking of. It's almost like some part of you realizes, oh, you're paying attention to this now. Here you go, here's more information. And so you can really tap into some profound wisdom and guidance in your dreams. And I see our dreams as basically essentially a cheat sheet for life in a way. But most of us not paying attention to them. But ancient cultures, thousands and thousands of years ago, documented in stone the importance of dreams. Like they wrote about dreams back then. And the Egyptians actually saw that dreams, uh, actually the word for dreams in Egypt, Egyptian is raswet, which means to be awake. So the Egyptians saw that when we're asleep, that's when our eyes are actually opened. We have access to see beyond the veil of this 3D world. So it was that dream book when I was 14 that really set me in that direction. And then it was only a few years ago that when I was had an inner inquiry, it's like there's some gift I want to share with the world. I feel it, but I don't know what it is. And it wasn't in that moment that I had that inquiry. It was when the time was right for me, it just came clear, crystal clear, like with no questions. And, and so that's the thing. It's like, we may not always know what we want to do, but by just having the inner inquiry and a softness and ease around it and not a tension of, I must know right now, it, it just comes to you at the right moment. And, and really in unexpected ways too sometimes. What would you tell someone who, like me, has crazy dreams <laughs> that have so many different elements to them that they may find it really hard for them to interpret what's going on in the dream. Yeah, I could uh, just share a couple of little tips here. Um, sure. So that's something that anyone that's listening, you can actually apply this starting 
in the morning. So for one, start journaling your dreams if you're not already. And once you start journaling your dreams, that actually, again, helps you to remember more dreams as you start doing that. And so the main thing in the dream, I'll just share two, two little tips here to help with that. And that's everything in your dream, dreams, is a, is a reflection of an aspect of yourself. So of course, there's lots of different types of dreams. So right now I'm referring to like this, the standard dream when we talk about dreams, subconscious dream. But you can, you know, visit loved ones in your dreams and those are all a little different. But your standard, your classic dream, everything in your dream is a reflection of an aspect of yourself. So if you dream of a friend or a family member, it's not usually about them. It can be, uh, but usually they're reflecting an aspect of yourself. So a quick example would be, you know, I had a dream years ago of, uh, it was a friend, a roommate at the time. And in that dream, he was, he was drunk and driving drunk and I was trying to chase him in my car to, to catch him. So in that dream, my friend was, when I think of this friend, this is how you do it. Everything's an aspect of yourself. So I think, okay, when I think of this friend, what qualities stand out? Right away, he's a full-time artist. I think of my creativity. Ah, okay. So this friend is representing my creativity because that's the quality about them that stands out to me. In that dream, I'm chasing my, I'm trying to, I was disconnected from my, my creativity at that time. So I was trying to catch my creativity, which I had disconnected from. Um, that was just a really quick example. Um, so there we go. Everything's an aspect of yourself. And also the, the second most important part is your thoughts and feelings you had in the dream. So in your dreams or when students come to me, they say, here's my dream, can you help me interpret it? And it's missing the most important piece and that's the feelings. So when you write your dreams down, while it's still fresh, you wanna write down what feelings you had throughout the dream. If you're not sure during the dream, what feelings are you feeling now when you think about the dream? Because the feeling is the healing. So it doesn't matter so much what imagery your dream is taking on. The purpose of the imagery your dream is taking on is to evoke a feeling within you. So the experiences and everything that's happening is just there to bring out feelings within because those are feelings that are present within you, whether you're conscious of them or not, are predominant thought patterns and beliefs that are running in our, in our background are showing up in our dreams for us to see them, address them and move beyond them. That makes a lot of sense. And as you were saying that, that reminded me of I had a crazy dream last night where all I remembered was that there was a person in my dream that I work with. I'm like, why would that person show up in my dreams? But uh, it makes total sense because my daughter and I were talking the day before about how we were both bad at math and like math that just eluded us our whole lives. Like we were really bad at it. And uh, this person's a math teacher. So I'm like, oh, that makes total sense because it was us talking about why can't I understand these complicated mathematical problems and things like that. So as you said that, I'm like, wow, yeah, that totally was why that person was in my dreams. And I will have random people sometimes that makes sense. And uh, feeling what you were feeling as you were going through it, that also makes sense because that's all really related. It's when you, write, you want to write down. So as you're, you know, write down your dream and then write down the things that stood out to you in your dream. So the person, the place, the thing, the event, write down the what each of those things represents to you, what aspects stand out to you, and then write down the feelings. So as you start to list these down, 
you now on paper, you're going to be able to start to put together the puzzle and you might get a message. You'll usually find your message that way. And this doesn't just apply to people. It doesn't matter. It could be an animal, an insect, uh, a location and something that's happening. Again, it's just what does that represent to you? Very nice. I like that. And I do think it's important to journal the dreams that you have. And I've talked to people about that. Usually I'll have people who come and they do a past life regression with me. And then I'll tell them, pay attention to your dreams, because usually after we've done a past life regression, people will then start getting more information about their past lives through their dreams. They'll have dreams about different things and they'll see different things. They'll say, well, after we had that session, I had a dream where I saw another life. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that happens. I didn't know you did that. Yes. Yeah, so, so the, the, the past life work, uh, there's many types of dreams, which I talk. And one of the ways to tell, you know, is this a past life or what time period is this in is when you wake up from that dream, to try to find as many details as you can. Like when you picked up the glass, did you see what kind of sleeve your shirt you were wearing? Did you look in the mirror? Did you see what kind of, were there cars? What kind of cars? What were the people wearing? You just look for things that indicate what time period this is in and write that down. So I love the tip about checking, looking around to see if, you um, recognize things from the time period. And so if you can recognize that, oh, I was wearing this particular time period of clothing, then it probably is a past life. Yeah, so it's just, again, right when you wake up, you wanna write down as many details as you can. So um, maybe it's even the language that might determine where was this past life? You know, what, what's, what was the language? What was the accent? Um, what uh again yeah what clothing what vehicles and uh, what did the buildings look like so any of those little details can yeah, be fun to explore and, and see where's the location what's the time period and, you know and some people refer to them as parallel lives so I, whatever you want to call them past parallel it's it's, um, it's fun to connect to that and yeah, dreams is a place yeah, where that can happen definitely so I'm interested too now in hearing a little bit more about um, the contact that you've said that you've had, the um, ET experiences that you've had recently. I think, I know we were just talking about how we've heard that a lot in the news recently, that there have been people who have been experiencing this. So I'd love to hear your own personal experiences that you've had. Sure, yeah, and, and just to clarify, so what ET, what Melissa is saying is uh, extraterrestrial. And that's the language I usually use uh, instead of alien because aliens kind of just has a connotation with it. So yeah, so extraterrestrial. So it's connected to dreams for me. And what happened was in 2011 is when I had my first dream encounter with um, someone who was not human. Um, they were looked a bit like a, a human. They were a human gray hybrid. So it was, a, it was a blend of the human DNA with uh, the gray heat DNA and friendly, loving, supportive being. And at that time, I, was, I had received uh, guidance, clear guidance, direct guidance to go to Australia. First time I had received guidance to go to a physical location. And so I'm like, okay, that was very clear message, but I'm not going to jump on a plane tomorrow. I'm going to wait for more signs. 
that was a two week period of time with just ridiculous signs, some things that most people wouldn't believe. But as you start to experience synchronicities in your life, you realize that this stuff happens all the time to us when we just have our eyes open to see. And so I was doubting my timing, doubting going. And that's when this being showed up in my dream, in the dream space and said, it's time to go now, just very clear. From that point on, I started having more of these dreams where I'd meet with different beings that looked different. Some looked human-like, but different characteristics. Some didn't look human at all. And then I'd see different types of, we'll just call them spaceships, um, that were black, silver, and I'd see the same ones in different dreams. Um, you know, in our dream space, if you're familiar with the term astral, like the astral realm, Mm-hmm. We'll just call it a, basically just kind of a catch-all for like a non-physical world right and so that's what's happening like when you see a loved one in your dream a lot of times what students say to me and my own experiences too is that, that just felt so real i saw this person i saw my grandfather my grandmother my, my you know great whoever it was and it just felt so real the language had these et beings was the same way they all just felt so real and just very practical and just being taught information so then that was it it wasn't anything melting or anything they weren't flying pink elephants it was just having a conversation and learning something and and again with them being reoccurring seeing some of the same beings some of the same ships it really got my attention as there's something happening here from that point on you know, after these experiences and receiving guidance and my dreams from these friendly ET beings, I eventually said inwardly, you know, spirit guides, whatever you want to call them, you know, spirit guides in all types of forms, said, I would really love to see you in my waking reality. So I can ground how real you are, how physical, tangible that you are in my human brain, in my human body because it's easy to doubt, because most of, most of our lives, we've been taught that this stuff is just imagination. So long story short, I eventually had a, a craft, a spaceship, a glowing orb, silent, show up at my house when I lived in Hawaii at the time. And it showed up at my house on three different occasions at the same house. And, and then at a couple other locations on the same island. And then again, when I was in Bali, and again, where I am now in Thailand, uh, and again in Virginia when I visit my family. And so now I've had these encounters numerous times where they've confirmed where I've seen the same ships in my dreams and seen the same ones in my waking reality uh, to now really confirm. Now I've moved from someone who was a believer into a knower. You can only be a knower for yourself. And it's just a matter of just being open to these experiences if you wish to experience them. And at the right time, you know, these experiences will happen for you. Now I'm curious. When you say that the ships showed up for you at your house, like, was this at nighttime or was this during the day? And what was this experience like for you? Like, I'm trying to, I guess, get a better understanding for people who maybe aren't as open to the idea um, as what it was like for you. How did you experience that? Sure. They were at nighttime and I'll, I'll, I'll add this to uh, this important piece. And so uh, if you do feel connected to certain stars, to the sky, to the night sky, connected to, you know, conversations and documentaries about ET beings, 
then there's likely a connection there you have. Um, for me, I had this connection for a long time before I had these experiences and I wanted to have these experiences, but I didn't for so long because I still had fear. Even though it, it was exciting for me, there was still some fear of the unknown sure. about this. And a lot yeah. of us have that. A lot of people I talk to, friends I talk to, have a curiosity with fear. It wasn't until for me that I released that fear through after, for me, after having the dream time experiences, which is a non-confronting way to get comfortable. Sure. Um, so you even set an inward intention. You know, star family, I like to use that word, star family, the spirit guides, I would love to connect with you in my dream space and, and just welcome that in knowing that you're only going to connect with your loving, supportive guides and nothing else. There's no need to fear that. Um, and so these encounters for me happen at night. And so just a glowing orb, it's maybe about 100 feet above the house. So pretty close, very large. And every single time of about eight to 10 encounters, eight very direct ones, um, two more in the distance, there was always someone there with me, at least one other person. There's, I was never experienced it alone. Not that you can't, you will, but for me, I always had someone there. And then one day, after a couple of years of these experiences, I received direct guidance. So, with, or spirit guides, you, 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 might, you might learn, you might uh, maybe wonder if you can connect with them. You might speak to them inwardly as a one-way conversation, but not sure if you're receiving some information back. And usually we are, but we're doubting. Mm -hmm. And how you can play with that is to just let yourself be free to imagine. Ask a question and let yourself just be okay if you are imagining. Is the information helpful that's coming through? Whether you're imagining it or it's coming through, it's helpful and great. You just tuned into yourself. You just empowered yourself with some information, some wisdom. And so for me, I had practice learning to differentiate between my own thoughts and incoming thoughts. Now, sometimes though, when a message really needs to come through clear, it comes through as a voice, loud and clear, like we're speaking right now. And so after a few years of these experiences, as I mentioned, I got told the reason why I was having these experiences. And what they said was, it's time to start sharing your stories. And that was the quote, that was it. But one line, there was nothing else. It's time to start sharing your stories. Reason being is now, right now, the time of recording this in uh, end of May, we're upcoming to June 2021, where the US government has said, okay, we're gonna disclose some information that we know about these visitors. Who knows how much they're actually gonna tell us, but they do know a lot. And we're at a time which is exciting <laughs> where we're a civilization on a planet for the first time, even though a lot of us have believed for a long time, are being confirmed as a planet that yes, there exists other people off Earth and they are visiting us. That's a pretty wild and exciting time to be in. And so that's part of my, people like myself and others that are having experiences or those of you that will have experiences is to share these stories because it helps to just bring ease and comfort around this topic that a lot of us have fear around. And also, unfortunately, the way that it's being presented to the public and the news is coming from an angle of fear and worry and concern. 
because we don't know because it's the unknown. Well, and I think that that's generally the way that the media likes to present anything is with fear because that's what sells. But um, this has been going on for a long time because you you look back, pardon me, and even into 1950s, you have that whole secretive what happened in Area 51 and, and what went on and was there a ship and was there contact and all of that. So personally, myself, I don't believe we're alone. Um, I think that you have to be pretty close-minded to think that there's not more life out there than just what we know. Um, But I have not had the experiences that you have had. So that's very interesting and um, interesting that you're getting the guidance and the guidance is to share your story, which I think there's so many people out there that need to hear that too. Because I think that when you share your story and you share what you know, like you're doing, it's helping other people, number one, to realize they're not alone. Like there may be somebody out there in the audience today listening, going, I had the same experience, but I've been too afraid to open up and share it. Um, Or there may be people, you know, also saying, yeah, my dreams give me information, but people think I'm, you know, crazy because I trust so much in my dreams. But there are so many people out there who've experienced this stuff. You're not alone, and this is a very real thing. <clears throat> so tell us a little bit more. You said you got a, a guidance that you needed to go to Australia. Did you eventually follow that guidance? And, and what was what was the purpose for going to Australia? I was curious about that. I did. Um, I don't know why I'm getting, I'm feeling tears, and I don't know why, but this will be the first time uh, I've shared this story publicly, and that's just because I've had fear around sharing this story publicly, and I've only shared it with friends. Uh, I've, I've just mentioned that I got guidance to go, but I don't ever share the story. Uh, and so, in short, <laughs> I was sent to, and this is gonna sound pretty wild so to many of us, and some of us, you may have been familiar with this information, but around the earth is an energetic grid. This energetic grid is there to support consciousness, to support humanity waking up. Just like if you listen to binaural beats or you listen to pleasant music, you listen to uh, just things that uplift your, you feel better afterwards, you feel uplifted. Same with energy. You're receiving energy healing or whatever it is. It's, it's something that's uplifting. So this energy grid around the planet, many, many hundreds of thousands of years ago, is, from my understanding, was put in place to support humanity in waking up. Not in a way that impedes on our free will, but in a way that is just, again, just giving us a, a frequency to help nurture ourselves to, to be able to go within and find ourselves in a time on planet Earth where there's a lot of darkness mm-hmm. that's pulling us away from ourselves and making us dependent on them. Long story short, is I was sent to Australia to specific locations in Australia to do what's called energy work or some people call it grid work and that insisted of consisted of going to specific locations which might have been one was in the middle of a lake one was in the middle of someone's property one was a remote place in the forest there was nothing there no landmarks no ancient sites nothing it was just a point where these, this energy grid needed some charging 
And so there, I meditate in that location, forming a pillar of light and just my intention of just charging this energy grid. Now, I've never, I haven't articulated this publicly before, so I'm sure in the future I'll, I'll speak this more articulate, but that's what was happen, happening. If anyone has questions on that, more about that, you know, feel free to you know, find me and, and, and send questions. But I mean, was, that makes sense because everything is energy and um, you're, everyone's affected by energy. And you know that because when you are around people sometimes who drain your energy in the same way, the planet, look how much we've depleted the planet and everything. So the, it, that doesn't, like, it makes sense to me that Mother Earth would need energy healing too and uplifting and, and all of that. So that doesn't seem so far-fetched to me. I mean, I know it would feel that way when you're being given guidance that you need to go in the middle of someone's farm or in the middle of a lake to do that. But um, I definitely can see the need for that. So thank you for sharing that story because I know that's not always easy to put yourself out there and be vulnerable, but you're definitely in a safe space. So we appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, definitely. And, and these experiences started happening to me like direct experiences in dreams and then outside of the dreams, just because I was open. Just because I had an open mind and open heart. And not only that, I knew that something existed and I called out to it. I was like, I am open, I'm ready. And so I started having these experiences. And for me, it was a gradual process. It may not be for everyone. Gradual meaning like most of these things started this little small, little psychic phenomena, started in my dreams. And then they were, by that point I was sent to Australia, they're like, okay, you're ready. Even though at that time I wasn't like, okay, let's go. Yeah. I, was, I was like, okay, that was really clear. Um, but what had happened was I was just cleaning a yoga studio. I was just at a job doing a mundane task. I was the only one in the studio with some spray in my hands and a rag to wash the windows. Nothing, nothing fancy there. On my way to this window to wash this glass, I got stopped in my tracks gently, but it felt as if someone had touched me here very gently and my eyes closed and my head went back. And in that moment of what you just saw, very split, a second maybe, I had an experience that felt outside of time. I saw and felt myself as my energy body, where every cell of this energy body just felt like, oh, heaven just opened in every cell of my being. There was no such thing as health because there is no ill health. It was just perfect, pure energy. So experience myself as that, and I was in Australia in that moment of that experience. And, and so it took me two weeks of ridiculous synchronicities um, that led me to that. I'll share the most, the one that sealed the deal for me. And that was two weeks after that experience. I got a message from someone on Facebook who I didn't know. And she said, I see you as my suggested friend all the time. She's like, I don't know why, but I felt the, the urge to pick the click on you today. And I'm so glad I did because our mutual friends are like family to me. She said, do you have time in the next three days to meet up before I move back to Australia? Oh, wow. Contacted me. So we met up, this was in San Francisco. We met up, Cafe Gratitude, awesome vegan restaurant. And she said, and I saw that she was open. She was, you know, uh, had an open mind. 
So I told her what had been happening to me the last two weeks, the experience and all the events leading up to her contacting me with no intention of anything. Didn't cross my mind to ask her anything. But she offered, she said, well, my sister's moving out in two months. So anytime after that, if you need a place to land in Australia, you can come stay with me and my mom. So it went from having that experience, I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to go to Australia. It's kind of, yeah. kind of wild. So two weeks later, someone contacting me and offering me a place to stay. I ended up staying at her place to land until I got the next location. So again, have an open mind, have an open heart, and you're just gonna start to see, um, yeah, just really the magic unfold. And that's incredible that it's not like you were just given guidance and then like, okay, you're on your own, but things lined up for you so that you had a place to go once you got there. That's to me, that's very, uh, like I was getting chills as you were talking about that, that it all just lines up perfectly. Even though sometimes we we're afraid and we don't trust that things are going to line up or that we're going to be taken care of. I think the more we start to realize that I, at least I have in my own life, like you're never asked to do something or put out somewhere without being given the guidance that you need to be successful in it or to be taken care yeah. of. Yeah, definitely. And the more we trust <clears throat> in ourselves and trust what we're feeling, just the smoother the journey is. Mm. I like to see it as like um, we're in a canoe going down a stream. And the stream is always, the stream is going. And the stream is like your soul. It knows where you need to go. It's taking you there. And like rocks and trees are in the, maybe in the stream in the path. And the water just flows so smoothly around it. And in your boat, it's just gonna, the current's gonna take you around it. But we often wanna put our oars or paddles in of control and try to control. Maybe we see something where, like, oh no, but I wanna go over there. And we try to control and might, might roll around in the boat. But even if we tumble on the boat, the stream is still taking the boat to where we want to go either way. So we can just make the ride more enjoyable just by each day learning to trust and trust more and more in ourselves. Absolutely. The more you resist, the harder you make your life. I've always seen that. Um, and the mm -hmm. trusting, I think, is hard for a lot of people, but that's really so super important. I love the symbolism that your story, I love that. It's true, like you will get to where you're supposed to go, but um, are you gonna make it harder for yourself by trying to control everything? Or are you just gonna relax and go with the flow and allow the universe to provide? Yeah, exactly. And relaxing when we're not going with the flow. You can <laughs> relax around that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That is so true. Um, I know personally, anytime, you know, we can't always, control what happens to us, you know, things will happen that we aren't necessarily like, oh, this is fantastic. But you can, you know, it's going to happen to you no matter what. So you can either choose to relax and see what happens or try to fight it, control it, get angry and get upset. And all that does is take away your peace and peace of mind. Well, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. That's such a fun conversation. So if people want to know more about their own dreams, they want to be able to interpret them, how can they work with you? Yeah, so I created an online course uh, called The Activated Dreamer. And so right now it's a self-study course, 
from time to time, I'll do a live group version, but right now um, it's a self-study course. It's always available. And so my website is soul-dreamers.com and you can find it on there. So soul-dreamers.com. And I'll put the or link my- to that website too in the show notes oh. so that people can find it easily and they can just click right on it. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about dreams and how you can interpret your own dreams, which I think is really an interesting and very important topic. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your personal story too about contacting with, we'll call them ET experiences. Um, Because I I think you're right. I think alien has gotten a really bad name and it sounds like something mean and evil and that's not what it is and not what we're referring to. So thank you for sharing that because I know there are probably a lot of people out there who've had similar experiences and just it's not mainstream yet to talk about that but i think that it's coming and i think that's going to be more of the case so thank you for sharing your story with us definitely yeah we're right in the it's just happening right now so it's definitely coming and do i have time just to share one quick note on that sure absolutely okay and that's the the reason it's for one coming up more publicly now Uh, sightings over the years have been increasing based on online reports and and people like myself that are opening up and receiving experiences. The reason this is happening is because conscious, we're, we're waking up. So even though there's a lot of darkness on the planet, at the same time, you know, remember there's a lot of light happening. A lot of people waking up, mindfulness, yoga, all those things have become mainstream now. That's all a sign of people waking up, of us all just becoming more sovereign and empowered within ourselves, thinking for ourselves. And part of that evolution of waking up is getting in touch with higher intelligence. It's just a reflection of ourselves. It's like, oh, here we are now awakening, expanding. We're, we're even reaching out to Mars and other planets. Like we're expanding internally in consciousness and physically we're outreaching to the cosmos. So naturally now that's coming into us. And eventually there'll be a time in most of our lifetimes that we're going to have beings from other places here and interacting with us. There'll be a time where there's kids born that will never have known a world when there wasn't contact with other civilizations outside of Earth. And so that's part of the exciting process that's happening. I'm getting chills again, so awesome. Um, So I always like to ask our guests, if you have one piece of advice, a little nugget of wisdom for our listeners, what would that be? Yeah, so it's keep it light, have fun, and trust yourself more each day. I love that. Very, very awesome pieces of advice, for sure. That is one way that you can get through life a little bit easier and keep your sanity, which for many of us right now, we're all still trying to figure out how to do that. Well, I wanna thank you for this really fun conversation. Um, You're welcome to come back anytime uh, to share even more information with us anytime you'd like to. Thank you so much. I look forward to it. And I wanna thank you guys also for being here with us today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can ever pay me is to share this podcast with those you think might also enjoy it. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 
6.30 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. And if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer, and you can book directly from my website. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. I hope you have an amazing day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.